Hi, I'm Mike. And I'm Holly. And we're a married couple living in small town Iowa. If this is your first time listening, the name of this podcast, Inside the Cup, comes from Matthew 23:26, where Jesus explains that if we want our behavior and actions to be good and right, we must first clean the inside of the cup or change what's inside of us. So how in the world can we change what's inside of us? Come join us as we approach this deep question in a down-to-earth conversation about how we can actually change for the good. Welcome back to Inside the Cup Podcast. This is episode 13 of season one, How to Love Your Neighbor as Yourself. In episode 12, we talked about deciding who our neighbors are so we can direct our love and resources towards them. This week, we're talking about some practical steps on how we go about loving our neighbors. Yeah, if you missed last week, we went through a handout from Dallas Willard, taking some very concrete and specific steps on deciding who is our neighbor so that we put some intentional thought and prayer into this ahead of time. Go back and check out episode 12. And from our website, insidethecup.com, under episode 12, you can download and print out a worksheet to walk you through determining who your neighbors are. Then if we're referencing who's in our circles on this worksheet, you know what we're talking about. Okay, so let's get into the practical steps. So to be clear, to become a loving person is something that will take place in our character. And this just doesn't happen all at once. It's over time. It's developed. As we learn to live our lives as disciples of Jesus, our character is transformed. Yeah, we're changed into a loving person through the relationship of discipleship to Jesus. And this takes place over a lifetime. This is, like we've talked about in previous episodes, this is a different way of living, an eternal type of living where we become a loving person. So that's the bigger picture. But to keep this practical, like we've suggested for everyday life, we're going to jump into some real specifics now that we can do or go about doing on a daily basis with these people that we've decided are our neighbors on trying to love them. We've already touched on step one and two. Step one is to decide to become a loving person. We only have so much love, so much compassion to give to others the same amount that we've received from God. And this will be a continuous drawing in of those resources from God. Yeah, we need to spend our life focused on drawing those resources from the kingdom of God and practicing personal self-care. And we're going to get into more of that in future episodes. Yeah, this concept of soul care, tending to your own balance and spiritual health, we'll talk about in future episodes in detail. But the idea here is if we want to love our neighbor— We have to approach that from a different way of living, from a daily drawing in from the kingdom, in discipleship, taking care of our soul in the process. So the next step is step two, deciding who our neighbors are. And we went through this last week in episode 12. So step two, if we decided who our neighbors are, and we've got these sheets filled out with specific names on there, these are who we've decided to be our neighbors. Step three now is to decide to love those people in your circles, on your sheets. So let's go through some real practical steps or things we can do to start trying to love these people that we've decided are our neighbors. So let's start with our innermost circle. Yeah, we want to have a clear hierarchy where we're directing our resources. They go first to the people in our innermost circle and lastly to the people in our outermost circle. 
Yeah, I mean, sometimes I think what happens is when we haven't thought about this, a lot of our energy and resources sometimes go to those outer circle because we haven't thought about who we are actually focused on loving. Yeah, that's the real benefit and utility of going through this whole exercise of who's my neighbor is. Now we can be a lot more focused and clear on where we're directing our resources. So let's be really practical about how we go about loving our inner circle. Okay, so we start with these circles. We've got these people, these names listed on our inner circle, and we start there. How do we go about loving these people? Well, the first step is to be present with these people. If we're not present spending time with them, we're not going to be loving them. So you're devoting significant time and attention to these few people in your innermost circle. And looking into their eyes and actually really listening to them. Being available and knowing what's hurting them or what's going on in their life. Using all the resources or the majority of the resources we have drawn from God to focus on them. Being with these people, really being with these people. I mean, you're sitting down, you're devoting time to this person. You're not on your phone or preoccupied with something else. Your time and your attention are really going to this person that you're listening to. That you're so attentive that you understand that there's something else going on, even that they're not sane. Yeah, you're trying to discern what this person needs, what's good for them. What's hurting them in the present moment? What's going on? And then developing a habit for praying for them. Regularly praying for them. That might sound a little intimidating at first, especially if you don't already have regular times of prayer set aside for people. So start small if that's the case. Take one person from your inner circle and try to set aside some time to start the habit of praying for that one person regularly. Developing the habit to pray for them. As that becomes more natural, praying for this one person regularly, and you develop this habit, you can add somebody else in from your list, uh, another person to pray for regularly. But that's a powerful way, and a real practical step you can take to loving somebody, is to pray for what's good for them. And then you're going to base your decisions on what you do or don't do, based on what is good for these individuals. We defined love in a previous episode as choosing what is good for the thing you are loving. Now that you've named your inner circle, your spouse or your kids, you have a new filter to run decisions through. Is taking on this committee at church or at work in the best interest of my kids? Is my child doing this certain activity in the best interest of our family? Would it be good for them? And then taking some intentional time to think and acknowledge the things that are distracting us and keeping us from being present with them. Maybe it's spending too much time on your phone or at work or being more focused on how you appear or how your spouse appears. What is it that's blocking you from being intentional and being really present with these individuals. Yeah, that's getting very practical. It could be your social media use or your fantasy sports teams or who knows what uh, could be the thing that's taking too much time and taking you away from being there and being present with these people. So an honest reflection on what are the things that are currently distracting me or keeping me from being present like that. And maybe reevaluating those things and the time that we're giving or spending on those things. Another 
very practical step we've already addressed in some detail, really episode 11 was dedicated to this, is learning how to limit our love for others so that we can steer that love towards our neighbors. Yeah, no one's going to limit it for you. You must learn to do this for yourself. And failing to do this will result in giving too much time and resources to really unattached relationship and causes, while those closest to you can be overlooked. Yeah, the problem here is you might be spending a lot of time and resources trying to love a lot of people superficially, and in the process of that, you miss out on actually learning how to love somebody well. That you'd be heading in a good direction if we were to learn to love one person well. One person really well. That's contrary to the way we'd probably think about this intuitively. You'd probably think you're going in a good direction if you could love everybody or love 10,000 people or that. And what we're suggesting is the complete opposite, where the the 10,000 people might be a distraction from actually learning how to love. Instead, focusing on a small number, a handful of people, and learning to really love those individuals well is how we go about this. And as that grows, and we become more of a loving person, then we can always expand our circles to more and more people. But that comes as an overflow out of the love we have to give, not trying to put on some kind of performance when we're not actually even loving the people closest to us. I think of our children that really they're only in our house for a short amount of time. If we didn't love them in their growing up years... It'll be a lot harder to love them later on. We only get to be with certain individuals for a certain amount of time. That's our opportunity to really learn how to love these people that God has placed in our lives. And what we're talking about here is taking advantage of that opportunity to really try to be intentional about using that time well. This will require a certain level of balance and self-care to be present and available Yeah, that'll be a big part of this. I mean, we're talking about practical steps you can take to love these people in your circles. One real practical step is to take care of yourself and to take care of your own soul and to stay in a healthy and balanced spot, which will be a way of living. And we're going to talk about that in detail in some future episodes. Along the way, as we talk about other topics, we'll discuss how we can use specific spiritual disciplines at these different steps and stages of the transformation process. But learning to engage these things like spiritual disciplines and these practices on a regular basis is going to be part of taking care of ourself, as well as part of drawing in these resources from God. Because a lot of times we need to take on those things in order to love our inner circle well. And don't miss it. This is how we're going to learn how to love. God has placed a few specific relationships in our life, and it's in the everyday details of those concrete relationships, those specific people, that Jesus is going to teach us how to love. We try to keep this really practical. So this week we talked about some practical steps to how you go about loving your neighbor. Next week we'll be going back to talking about the inner transformation, cleaning the inside of the cup, and we will be talking about the heart. Thanks for joining us at Inside the Cup Podcast. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast to receive new episodes automatically. Check out our website 
at InsideTheCup.com and follow our social media pages on Twitter at InsideTheCupPod and on Facebook and Instagram at InsideTheCupPodcast.